Welcome to the Programmatic Digest, a podcast dedicated to review industry headlines and trends in the programmatic and digital ad tech world. I'm Ellen Parker, your host and Chief Programmatic Sensei of Ellen Parker Consulting, where we offer customizable training in programmatic media. Welcome to the Sensei's Corner. I have one of my favorite people in this industry on the live right now, Shiv. How are you? Good. I'm adjusting my camera. That's why you see all this movement. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We are super excited about today's conversation, actually. Everyone that's joining, Shiv is just amazing. Plain, plain, simple, put it. Because he is a big believer in self-development, continuous education, continuous training, which are things that are very, very important to my heart, which is also one of the reasons why we're going live all week and sometime next week um, about on this topic. So, Shiv, how about you just briefly introduce yourself for those who may not know, which is also a small percentage, I'm sure, um, what you do and what is U of Digital all about? Yeah, for sure. So... Uh, we, we at U of Digital, so I'm the founder of U of Digital. We launched it about three and a half years ago. Um, and we, you know, our mission statement is to make digital marketing a better industry through credible, simplified and applicable education, right? Full stop. That's, that's what we focus on. You know, I think our space is confusing. It moves fast. It's evolving all the time. And frankly, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of intended over complexity in our space, right? I think people use jargon uh, a little too much on purpose sometimes, um, almost as a way to like prop themselves up or prop their yeah. own solutions or products up. And I think that has created this like kind of mass confusion in our space all the time, right? So um, I, I believe that we need to be going the opposite direction. And so it's kind of our mission as, as you digital to bring some clarity and, and simplicity to our ecosystem. Yeah, and I love that. I love that because like um, we like to be so so complex and complicated for no darn reason in this industry. Like we're like totally. acronyms is sexy to us for some reason. Like yeah. I'll give one example. Clock. Let's keep it there. And then Microsoft. I had John Lee from. Uh, I had John Lee. From, yeah, I saw him. And he said they came up with parakeet. And I was like, I asked him. <laughs> Parakeet stands for something. He said, yes, but don't ask me. I'll send you an article. And it, it cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Um, but I think it's a great segue to this conversation. But before we get into this conversation, for those who are just joining um, in Clubhouse style, let me reintroduce the guest is Shiv. He is a mastermind, justabomb.com founder of View of Digital, and I am Ellen Parker, your Programmatic Sensei, host of the Programmatic Digest podcast, and also uh, Chief Programmatic Sensei of Ellen Parker Consulting, LLC. Um, so in today's conversation, I really wanted to talk to Shiv about some candid um, questions that we, I guess I had, because um, I don't think we are very good as an industry to prioritize self-development at an individual level, um, and uh, especially on the media buyers and ad upside, right? Like that's my my background is hundred uh, percent buy buy side and agency side, and um, we've seen teams 
media traders, media buyers, ad ops, uh, even some account executive teams just be bypassed by sales team to be sent to something like a conference. Obviously, in the last year, it's different because everything went virtual. Or maybe it isn't. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? Is, yeah, it, a, I think, is it false or true, basically? Uh, just, you know, what's happening in the last year and how it's changing? Uh, like, uh, do you see that sales have been prioritized over more like on a, a media activation side to be sent to pay training such as conferences or even like um, even like an IAB membership or, you know, IAB yeah. certification, which are costly, things like that. And this is just yeah, like think- an example, IAB. Yeah, I mean, my, my experience on from the buy side is um, mm-hmm. that I – I, I don't believe that the buy side puts enough into this. You know, I will say the buy side, it feels like maybe puts a little bit more into this than the sell side. But I do think like, you know, if you're a media buyer at an agency or if you're a big client, um, I think the, the expectation is that you get education from your partners, right? Which basically is, oh, hey, Google, come in and teach us about your search products and your, you know, your new programmatic thing or Facebook, yeah. come in, Amazon, come in, you know, and, and, while I think that's okay, you always are getting a very biased perspective, right? You're always getting the Kool-Aid from mm-hmm. your partners. And so it's it's hard to actually figure out what's real and what's not, right? What's mm-hmm. true and what's not. And that's another big, big gap in our ecosystem that I feel like we address because, you know, whether either side of the ecosystem, every kind of like piece of education that you get or knowledge that you get about the technology that exists out there and the data that exists out there, it's usually biased. And that's true for the trades as well. You get that from the trades as well, right? A lot of opinion pieces, uh, slants. And so like, we want to come in and fill that green space, that kind of gap in the space of just where's the objective, give it to me straight, simple education. And, you know, sorry, I'm not necessarily uh, answering your question directly, but I, Mm -hmm. I think the buy side in particular struggles with this because they feel like, oh, we'll just get it for free from our partners. And, you're not really getting the whole story. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I mean, I've attended a few conferences and the experience gained just by attending a conference. I mean, it wasn't no direct camping best optimization, you know, but just being part of the the energy in the room, understanding different perspective, actually visually and almost like it's almost palpable, right? Being in the room where you have other people that are in the industry, especially like for small to medium sized agencies, like maybe in the New York and at the larger uh, cities, this happens more often. Um, but like when I was in Virginia Beach, it was it was only a handful of, of agencies that that created this type of network where it was mm-hmm. a free resource, right? And of course you have the AMA, the, the marketing association around the, the city, but it's not very programmatic focused if you think about it. Even when it's programmatic focused, the audience is barely is geared towards um, uh, more like of an intro level into the mm-hmm. programmatic style. So I know you focus, um, and, and do you, see this happening also because you've worked with not only the U.S. borders, like it's not only U.S. companies, it's across the, the world almost. So do you feel like it's it's common like in, um, like in France or England or Ireland, where, whichever you've provided uh, training services before, do you think that you still have to not defend but uh, encourage a certain training to happen? 
I think the training culture in Europe is a little bit stronger than the U.S., frankly. Um, I also think that's true for APAC. I think it's a little Mm -hmm. bit stronger over there. Um, That being said, I think our industry as a whole is weak, you know, and, and, you know, if I was to kind of explain it simply, we do invest a lot in training. I I don't want to like give off the wrong impression. I think our industry does care Mm -hmm. and invest in training. Mm -hmm. I think the issue with our investment in training is that, we, we are very focused on usually like a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, we're always focused on internal training, right? Mm-hmm. It's always about how do our systems work? How do our products work? What should our positioning be, right? And those things are great. You have to do that. That's, that's absolutely necessary because you can't have a sales team or, you know, a group of people that are going out and misrepresenting, you know, your products or your company or your services. 100%, Right. But what we're missing the boat on is what's happening outside our four walls, right? And in a super fragmented space where there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of companies that all sound kind of the same, that are saying kind of the same types of things, uh, you have to kind of go to market and be able to differentiate by having a command of the domain, right? And and what's happening in the, the ecosystem and be able to talk that talk. And that's the training that we're missing. And I think too many times, you know, all the executives get in a room and they look around at each other and they're like, well, everybody knows what's going on with Flock, right? Like we're all good, right? And everybody knows what unified ideas, right? We're all good there. And I think like there, there's like this consensual hallucination. Sorry, I'm stealing a term from, uh, from Scott Galloway there. Um, but there's like a consensual hallucination of just like, oh yeah, we all know this stuff, but really nobody knows it, right? Like nobody gets it. So yeah, that's, 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 I think we got. Yeah. I think we like to flex in the industry. That's for sure. And I like what you said about, uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty interesting. So um, I just had a question and I forgot about it. So we do invest in training, more likely internal and to the benefit of either the agency or the company, recapping high level, high level what you just said. Um, versus just sharing. And actually, I'm in a couple, actually, actually, entrepreneurship mastermind, and every single one of them are always very focused on content creation, right? And they all say, you know, you have to continue educating yourself, not only for how to make more money, but how to become a better human being, because then that will translate into, it like naturally translate into your work. And so um, mm-hmm. that, that has been the goal for the last six months. Like how do I prioritize me as a better human so that I can actually give more value, you know? And then it's, it's worked really well in terms of referrals since we like to talk about the dollar number, but they all say that if you, if you think you're not, you're giving away too much, that means you don't know enough. Like it doesn't matter how long you've been in working in the industry. Like if you think you are giving away too much information or too much free value, right. Um, you must not know enough because they all say like how many times you've seen, you've attended a webinar and then actually listened to the content and applied that content right away. Like how many times there's not a lot, there's a really small percentage of people that execute once they know the knowledge. So there's always going to be a need to help execute and to need like a need to help clarify the vision. And it goes along with our topics today in terms of training and educating. Right. 
It's all about that. So for those uh, who are just joining us in Clubhouse fashion, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, this is really a quick conversation with Shiv, who is uh, the founder of View of Digital. We're talking about the importance of training, self-development, and educating your team ongoing and on a con- continuous level versus just a one-time thing. And really quickly about myself, I'm Ellen Parker. I am a podcaster, host of the Programmatic Digest podcast, but I'm also the founder and chief programmatic sensei of Ellen Parker Consulting. So I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, I'm looking for two to three agency partners, y'all, that are learning, I mean, looking to learn and master programmatic media to sign up before next Friday, so a week from now. So the criteria are very simple. Um, you're a growing agency that's ready to add maybe programmatic media as an as a as into your business business mix, sorry, or already have something started, but you don't know exactly, you need somebody like shift to come by or you're not converting, or you want an expert advice on anything from campaign setup to audience targeting to how to partner with an ad tag. Let me know if you're interested in finding more information. The keyword is convert and optimize, and then I'll be happy to send you more information. And of course, Shiv has had so many so much experience in terms of training as well and he's an absolute resource for you and your team and anybody listening so with that being said let's talk about so i did a poll on actually i'm doing a poll on instagram on twitter and on LinkedIn. It's, uh, i'm like tweaking the questions per se and on Twitter, particularly, I ask, like, how often do you invest in training or spend time training? And I think one of the comments was, like, uh, I think I'm not quoting and correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I, I saw you commented, too. But I think um, the comments went along. um if you're investing in training too much, are you training too much? Are you training your competition or are you investing in your competition, something like that? So I think what that person was referring to, actually. So uh, first of all, shout out to the Federated Learning of Corn Dogs. Uh, Very awesome Twitter handle for the ed tech space. You should follow (laughs) that person. Um, uh, Very smart. Very smart person. Um, So anyways, that that person uh, responded to your question or or your your tweet about, you know, the importance of learning and education by saying, hey, training and education are somewhat nominal, right, if the compensation is not there. Uh, so he wasn't talking about competition or she was not talking about competition. They were talking about compensation. And so they were saying, Hey, compensation matters way more than training and education. And actually, if you dig into this a little bit, right, I think, I think it's a great point, right. Which is more yeah. important, you know, in things like employee retention, employee satisfaction. Um, if you dig into a little, a little bit, mm-hmm. if compensation is relatively similar, right. Even if it's, it's a bit different, five, 10, 15% different, People are way more happier at organizations that clearly care about them, right? That clearly value them, right? And one of the the biggest ways to demonstrate that you value your people is to invest in them in other ways besides just paying them. Um, And and so uh, training always comes up. And there's a bunch of articles. I shared one on Twitter uh, from Forbes that talked about how investing in your people with training uh, actually leads to higher employee satisfaction than just giving them a raise by a few percent or 5% or 10%. And I think that's really important to understand, right? Because if you think about the value of training, right? The idea of, of training, it's, hey, if I give you 
some some more money, four or five, ten percent, whatever it is. You know, it's it's money. You go do what you want with that money. Uh, great, right? And and maybe you can grow that money over time, whatever. But if I give you some value back in the form of training, how can you then use that to grow yourself, right? And that's not just monetarily. That's in terms of your stature. That's in terms of your self worth, right? Mm-hmm. Your self esteem, your confidence level, um, your mm-hmm. relationships, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I think that's that's part of the that's getting to the heart of it. And also, if you just think about the newer generations, right? The the Gen X, no, not Gen X, sorry, the millennials, um, <laughs> Gen Zs, et cetera, like those folks, you know, they're, they're a lot less, I'd yeah. say money driven than older mm-hmm. generations, right? They care about more of it, the intangibles. And so now I think more than ever, investing in your people, training your people is a great retention and satisfaction tool. Yeah. <clears throat> I literally every single article I pulled up this week had that like employee, how do like employee retention increase? Training, training them, investing in their self-development, like every single article. And I think it's really cool what you said. Uh, and it made me think about what I think is just a common quote that they use, like train, uh, teach a man how to fish and see him something succeed or whatever. Um, I'm but I'm terrible gonna, at like, idioms. I can't help yeah. <laughs> But I like to add that like, you need to take, teach the man how to fish and also give him the fishing pole so he can continue going. Like, you can't just... To, you know, train the man how to fish and be like, all right, cool, peace. And he's in the middle of the ocean and you don't know what yeah. to do. Or in of an island, for example. So I think that's why, that's how I see training. Like, yeah, we're going to teach you initially as you're onboarding the the, the, the skill set. Because even if you're highly skilled, you still have some level of training, right? You have to see how things are going in the agency or the corporation you're working for. So teach him how to tr- how to fish, but also give him the fishing fishing rod so that they can continue implementing. And that's what ongoing training and ongoing self-development is all about. And yeah, sometimes compensation is cool. Yeah. 99% of the time, but just like what you said, that's why they said that a college degree stays, but the job comes and go because that knowledge is what you acquired. Yeah. You invested in it. Absolutely. You need to invest in it. Um, but that knowledge stays. So, um, so I think that's an excellent way into um, closing this this whole conversation. Um, so my my last question it would be like, what would be a good advice or recommendation for any agency listening, any individual listening? That dang, I'm working for this agency, but every time I wanted to attend a training, do this course on Udemy, reach out to you of digital, like I was, I don't know. Um, the proposal of training was decline or whichever is the proper term here. What can they do to move forward and continue training? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think that's, that's tough, right? I think these decisions, unfortunately, uh, start at the top, you know, and, and the, the people at the top have to believe in the value of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, the, the more people that can bring this up and, and talk about it with their leadership, with their direct managers about the importance of it. You know, the more that will kind of bubble up and, and leaders will recognize the value of it and the importance of it. So I guess, you know, keep, keep fighting the fight, uh, bring it to, to people's attention. I think, you know, if you start treating it and, and not just this, I mean, this is true for anything that adds value to, to somebody's career, right? Mm-hmm. Don't tr- treat all of those things. Like you're asking for a raise, right? How would you ask for a raise? You would put together a business case. You'd be really thoughtful about it. You'd explain why. So when you need training or when you want, you know, let's say uh, a different role or when yeah. you want some more resources, more support, um, whatever you want in order to do your job more successfully, 
treat it like you would treat asking for a raise, right? Be thoughtful yeah. about it. Um, make make a solid kind of quantitative case about it or a qualitative case about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people, it, it's it's almost impossible not to pay attention and listen to somebody that comes forth with with conviction and with logic, right? So um, I'd say just keep fighting the good fight. I mean, that's a great advice there. Come at it as if you're looking at uh, uh, an increase in salary or like a raise or promotion. I think that's a great way to put this put things in perspective. And I know I said that was the last question, but I just thought about one last question. Um, so I know you're um, the another sensei and you continue training others, your clients. So how do you keep yourself trained or how do you keep your team trained? Because uh, I know you have a bomb network of other experts. So how do you encourage training internally and how do you even keep yourself trained? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, I learned this early on when I started yeah. this, this company, which is mm-hmm. the best way to learn something is to teach it. And it, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's, it's not like, we don't always have the luxury of time of just like sitting yeah. down and pouring through oh, yeah. text and content and, and learning. Right. But yeah, no, no one has time. Right. But, um, but what, when we have the responsibility, right. To teach uh-huh. something, uh, then we have to take that extremely seriously, right? Because we show up as authorities, as credible people that are trying to impart some kind of knowledge on somebody. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that until you you feel very confident you have ownership of that that subject, right? So uh, yeah. we're almost kind of forced into it, Ellen, right? Like <laughs> we don't we don't really have a choice. It's our job to know yeah. this stuff really, really well because we have to teach it. And so you know, for those of you out there that are doing other jobs that are not just teaching all the time, how do you stay up? I think um, push yourself to um, to read, right? Push yourself to you know carve out some time all the time to uh, to to kind of like listen um, yeah. about what's going on in the space. I think our industry is really bad at listening, right? People talk yeah. a lot and they don't listen enough, um, and so just just listen, listen to other people when they talk. Um, you know. Don't interrupt them. Uh, we, have a, we have a problem with that too. I have a problem with that. But um, long story short, like make the time for it, right? Make the time for for your own self-growth and, and self-development, whether that be putting some time on the calendar, making sure you spend a few minutes every morning to read a newsletter um, yeah. or uh, whatever it may be, like give yourself that space. Oh man, that's a amazing and a great way to just drop the mic and end this. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shiv. I uh, really appreciate you. Uh, as always, you've been bomb and you bring so much value to the industry. And I cannot wait for the exciting future that's ahead of us, especially with you as like, um, I'm going to say like a warrior of training and development for the industry. So thank you so much for making the time. Hey, thank you. And hey, I want to shout shout you out. Uh, I don't think you get enough love. Um, so thank okay. you for doing what you do and, and bringing awesome personalities to, to your podcast all the time. Uh, thank you for kind of pushing the industry and, and pushing yourself all the time out of your comfort zone. I think you've been doing a, a great job of, of just growing yourself and your brand and it's really admirable. So keep, yeah. keep doing you and uh, keep inspiring people. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. Feel free to grab today's conversation and show notes, including our guest information on our website, programmaticdigest.com, programmaticdigest.com. See you next week and stay curious, my friends.